to the Fulfilled Life Project. I'm Chrysanthi Finn, a wife and mama of three littles who is massively passionate about finding fulfillment in the ordinary and helping you do the same. The intention with this podcast is to have you leaving every episode feeling fired up for life, ready to find joy in the ordinary and ready to ditch that same stuff, different day mindset. Let's get fulfilled. Hey friend. All right. So today's episode is really kind of raw and real for you this morning. Um, it's no secret if you're listening to this recording live, we are launching on September 6th, 2021, and the world is a little bit heavy right now. And I think it's important to acknowledge that one of my things, one of my keys to fulfillment is to create a happy bubble. And I have done a really good job the last, I would say at least seven and a half years of creating this happy bubble. I don't watch the news. Um, I really try to block out any kind of negativity as I talk about in these episodes. I've done a good job of kind of protecting my peace, but right now things in the world are just so overwhelming and just the word chaos comes to mind. Um, when I'm thinking about present times. And I think that it's it's weighing on everyone heavily. It started with the pandemic and it just seems like we're, we're just waiting for it to end. And sometimes there feels like there's no end in sight. So today I want to talk to you about finding fulfillment in the chaos. Because we've talked before on a previous episode about how important it is to do the work in the waiting, right? We can't just sit back and be like, well, when things start to go back to normal, because let's face it, what even is normal anymore, right? It's important for us to find fulfillment in the chaos. So I'm talking about this with you today. And as I was preparing to record this episode and thinking, how can I inspire? How can I show up and encourage you to be fulfilled? And to be honest, self-doubt creeps in because I'm like, well, gosh, there have been periods of time lately where I'm like, am I even fulfilled? Who am I to get on this podcast and talk to whoever happens to tune in and and tell them about fulfillment. Well, here's how, because God has called me to it and he will lead me through it. And I know that these words are going to come from him. Um, and they're going to be the words that you need to hear also, because in full transparency, I will tell you every single time you listen to me that I am not an expert in fulfillment. There is no doctorate degree in fulfillment and teaching people how to be fulfilled. I am just a mom who is in the thick of it going through and sharing my journey with you. So all that being said, life has been crazy. Life has been chaotic on a global level. Things are crazy. Um, on a personal level, my kids are, you know, we're at the end of the summer. We're getting ready to go back to school. We're craving that routine. We're all getting that like August itch. Well, I guess it's September now, but we're getting that end of summer itch where we're like, okay, this has been fun, but like, (laughs) We need some normalcy. We need some, we need some routines here. We need some routines in place. So today I'm going to talk to you about how I find fulfillment amongst the chaos. And like I said, it's not always pretty. It's not always perfect. I don't always do it, but I come back to four key principles that I'm going to teach you today so that you can go ahead and and start to implement them as well. Okay. So something I've been really preying on lately is something I've been reading is, um, the four, eight principle by Tommy Newberry. And if you pick up his book, it says the secret to a joy filled life. 
how freaking cool is that? And he has a ton of books out, Tommy Newberry. You can go and look him up. You can go and purchase the books. Uh, if you reach out to me on social media, I will give you the links to the ones that I have. I'll also put it in the show notes, but it's all about the four, eight principle, meaning, uh, the verse from the Bible, Philippians four, eight, where the apostle Paul challenges us to seek out and dwell on the positives in our lives. What? Like how awesome, Paul, you are a rock star. I love that. And basically when we do that, it says that the, the, uh, choosing four, eight thoughts produces the emotional life we want getting really clear on your personal vision and aligning your behavior with that vision. It's so easy to be overwhelmed in the chaos right now that we're stripped of our joy. We're stripped of fulfillment. We lose sight of the fact that we want to live lives that are fulfilled. We want to live a life full out. We want to fulfill the purpose that has been set before us, right? But when we get caught up in the negativity, we get caught up in the complaining we've talked about, we get caught up in the comparison we've talked about, it gets hard to do that. So here are the things you're going to do, okay? Number one, first and foremost, I want you to pray. Now you may be listening to this and this is not a Christian podcast. I'm not here to preach to you. I am not a preacher. I am not, um, someone who's well-versed in that, but I will tell you that I, I, I am a Christian and I used to call myself, um, a baby Christian or say that I needed Christians for dummies because I just didn't get it. But here's what I've learned. There's no right or wrong way to be a Christian. There's no right or wrong way to pray. Just sit down and pray, pray to whoever it is that you believe is in charge of the universe. I believe in God. I believe that we were created by him. I believe in Jesus. And so I sit down and I talk to God every day and I, you know, I try to do it every single morning. I sit down and I read my devotional. I've shared that with you before. I, there are a few that I love, um, but I just try to get my mind right and try to remember that like, Hey, you know what? I am not in control. <laughs> like this life has been chosen for me. This life is laid out for me. And while I think I'm in control and while I think I know what's always best, like, you know, I have to pray my way through it. So the first thing I want you to do is pray. And you can, you can set aside time to do that. Maybe you pray in the morning. Maybe you pray at night, get in the habit of just stopping and praying. And it doesn't have to be formal. Like growing up, I always thought like, oh, it has to be this formal prayer. In fact, I have a friend who, um, I went to in a few years ago when I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this thing out. Right. I'm going to figure out the praying thing. And I was like, can you like, just like, how do you, how do you pray? Like, can you, can you like teach me? And so she, in my car, well, I'll never forget. We're driving down the turnpike coming back from an event and she prayed. And I was like, oh, well, that was kind of cool. It was like, you were just like talking to God. She was like, yeah, that's what you do. So number one is pray. Okay. Number two, give yourself a safe word. Okay, so here is what I'm gonna, what I'm thinking about when I think about the word safe word. When I think about safe word, as a mom, <laughs> I lose my crap sometimes. I'm not perfect. I lose my crap, and I don't want to model that for my kids. I don't want to be that mom who loses her crap. I think it's normal. Let's normalize that. Okay, can I get an amen? But I also know that when that happens, like I'm not really being the version of myself I want to be, and I need to dial it back. Um. And so that's an instance where I could use a safe word, or maybe you're just feeling so overwhelmed. I have shared with you before that I suffer from anxiety and anxiety can become a black hole. It can be something where it like almost I'll get into a state of anxiety and I'm like, Oh, my anxiety is taking over. And I, I give it a persona and I allow it to have this control over me. So a safe word would work then too. When things are feeling really heavy, when things are feeling chaotic, when you're listening to the negativity, when you're finding yourself sucked into all of the 
terrible things in the world. I want you to give yourself a safe word, meaning you say that word and you snap yourself out of it and you remember all of the good. You focus on all of the good. Going back to that Philippians four, eight, you go back and you focus on the things that are good in the world because yes, things are crazy and things are chaotic on all levels right now. We could go on and on, but there's always going to be good. You can always choose to find something that is good. So here is an idea for a safe word. And this one came to me. I was having a chat with a girl at, um, a girlfriend of mine at the pool. Um, and I love this friend of mine. She, and I don't get to connect very often because if you're a mom of young kids, you know, that like all of your conversations are fragmented and at best you get like a solid two minutes in before a kid needs you or whatever, especially at the pool. But in our quick conversation, she said to me, my new word is reset. And I was like, I love that. She's like, yeah, you know, anytime something feels overwhelming or I feel out of control or I'm, you know, overtaken by negativity and I'm just not feeling my best. I give myself the safe word of reset. And when I reset, I bring myself back. I focus on the good things and then I keep going. How freaking cool is that? Like how powerful that we can just have this one word. That's your safe word. You can use this. If you are yelling at your kids, you can use this. If you are stressed out in traffic, you can use this. If you are in an argument with your spouse, you can use this throughout the day to just reset and you bring yourself back. So whatever your word happens to be, just use it as a chance to bring yourself back. It's your safe word. It's a, it's a moment for you to allow yourself to be like, whoa, what just happened? Let's rain. Let's like, let's, let's rein it in here. Right. All right. Number three is gratitude lists. I love to make lists. I really do. I love to have a pen and paper, write things out on the list, cross them out. But for whatever reason, like I'm just not organized organized enough to have like a set, like I'm going to make a list and here's where my list is going to be and blah, 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 blah. So if you hear the word gratitude list and you're like, oh crap, I'm not going to sit down and write out a list every day. Find some time of day that you are going to practice gratitude. I'm going to give you a few suggestions for practicing gratitude so that you are like, okay, one of those will work for me. Number one, you can have a list. You can have a little notebook. There's gratitude journals out there that are great and you can like put the the date down, write down the things you are grateful for. You can do it in the morning. You can do it at night before bed. I think that's really cool because then you have something to look back on. And on a day when you're really feeling overwhelmed by chaos or overwhelmed by whatever is going on, it would be cool to look back and be like, okay, let me remind myself of all the things that are good. You have like a record of them, right? You can even do that on your phone. I know that I have an app where I can do that. Um, I want to say it's called daily five, but I could be wrong. If I find it, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but I'm sure there are plenty out there that if you wanted to, or just pull up the notes on your phone, the notes app, that little notepad, the yellow notepad on iPhones. Um, I love that thing. I swear I've got things in there that are, it's like a secret arsenal because I don't even know what I put in there, but make your gratitude list in there. And then again, you've got it so you can look back on it and get creative. You know, like I think when we sit down and we make a gratitude list, it's easy to be like, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my food, right? No, get creative. Like I'm thankful for the butterfly that flew past my window because, you know, you can go and look and again, I always like to look at quotes, like meanings of butterfly, change, transformation, opportunity, like all the beautiful things, right? I'm thankful for the um, neighbor who brought my garbage cans up to my garage so that I didn't have to do it. I'm thankful for the person who left their their grocery cart by the shopping, by the parking spot so I didn't have to, you know, go and get one. Be creative, dig deep. Sometimes it's going to be challenging. Sometimes there are days where it is hard and you have to search for that fulfillment. You have to search for that gratitude, but you'll find it if 
you're looking. So make a gratitude list. Also, if you're like, I'm not writing it down, I'm not pulling out my phone. When you do your safe word, say your safe word and then name three things you're thankful for. That's good habit stacking. Finally, number four. Here is my fourth tip for finding fulfillment among the chaos. Friend, self-care. If you are not practicing some form of self-care, you're going to fall apart. (laughs) You're going to fall apart. You have to take care of yourself. You have one body. You have one life. You have to take care of yourself. And maybe self-care looks like going to Marshall's and smelling the candles. We've all seen those memes, right? Maybe it looks like a daily workout. You know that I work out every day and it is my sanity. Maybe for you, self-care is going and getting your nails done or getting a facial. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's listening to a podcast or putting on music, or I don't know, there could be a million things, but make sure you have something that you are doing each and every day. And moms, if you're like, well, (laughs) Chris Santi, that sounds awesome. I'd love to have self-care, but my kids are attached to me 24 seven sister, mine too, but you got to find time for self-care. You have to get creative. You have to do it. You have to take care of yourself because guess what? If you don't take care of yourself, you're never going to be fulfilled. Because to be fulfilled, you have to feel good so that you can do good. And if you don't feel good, you can't do good. Okay. So those are my four, four tips, four key principles to finding fulfillment among the chaos. Number one, you're going to pray. Number two, give yourself a safe word. I can't wait to hear what your safe word is, by the way, put it in the comments or send me a message on social media, make a post and tag me. I just think it would be fun to share them all. Again, mine was reset. Number three, make a gratitude list, keep it, whether it's written down, digital, or just in your head, practice gratitude. And number four, practice some form of self-care. I could go on on this topic forever. In fact, I've been really thinking about doing a series on all the different forms of self-care. You know, my favorite is working out just because it's something that I do every day, but please, please, please practice self-care. I hope that this inspires you. I hope that you're listening to this episode today and you're like, okay, yes, right. She doesn't have it all together but that's okay. And I don't have it all together, but I, it's okay. We're all in this. My kids were just watching high school musical this morning. So I'm totally like, we're all in this together, but we are, we're all in this together. The world is chaotic, but we were created for a time such as this. God knows what we're going through and we're going to get through it. We just have to work on being fulfilled. I can't wait to hear how this reaches you today. I can't wait to hear from you. I absolutely love nothing more than putting these podcasts out on Monday mornings and getting messages about how they reached you. Because these are my words coming from my heart, inspired by God, inspired by you. And I just pray that it leaves you feeling fulfilled. Girlfriend, let's get fulfilled. for tuning into this episode. I pray that you are leaving here feeling more fulfilled than ever, that you are ready to go out and live your best life. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and share it with your best girlfriend. Put it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you for helping to spread the word about the Fulfilled Life Project. Until next time, girl, see you later.